Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We're still up here camping with all our friends, and we got, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I asked uh, Ralph Cowden, he's on here with us, and Jason, his son. And we're going to talk about bear hunting and bear stories. Well, we're going to listen. They're going to talk. But uh, so go ahead and well, you're start gonna, in. We're not. You're going to help us talk. No, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not exactly thrilled about being on uh, talking yet, but we'll, we'll forget about the mics here in a minute. Usually it takes a little bit. Don't worry, we can edit it all out. Yeah. This is like, uh, like, out of the comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go ahead and start tell that story you were talking about, Rusty. You said you were going to tell that story. Okay. Well, what it was, we were in a, up in uh, Mariposa country. We we had run a bear off in Devil's Gulch, which is, like you can tell by the name, it was a bad canyon. And oh, uh, Rusty, he was an older man than me. He was probably sixty, and uh, we were walking down. And he had taken a young dog with him. And uh, we got almost to the tree, and boy, them dogs was just a sounding off and a barking. And, and this dog that he had with him was wanting to get there. And Rusty had stepped over, the dog, the dog had jumped over a log, and Rusty was on the other side of it. And all of a sudden, I heard Rusty screaming, bloody murder. I thought, what is wrong with him? And, and he got to screaming so bad that the bear come out. And had a little dog fight with the dogs, and out there they went. And I went over there to see what in the world was wrong with Rusty. Well, his dog had got, had jumped that log, and a, a rattlesnake was between him and, uh, like, the dog was ahead of him. The dog was ahead of him, and uh, and he was trying to jerk him over that snake. <laughs> so he was screaming bloody murder, trying to hold that dog back. He had that stupid leash wrapped around and around his hand. <laughs> 
And by the time I got over there, it was all it was all over with. But he was a. Uh, then now we're after another long walk, and we treat the bear again, and we went on down and made a long, a short hunt to a long one, and and uh, we walked on and seen the bear again, and just leashed up the dogs and went home. But that was a story about a rattlesnake, I guess, more than <laughs> yeah, a bear. Yeah, but Dad said she brought up Rusty. Tell that story about when he got down there and he got stuck on top of that beehive. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the mic right there so yeah. we can hear what you're so saying. So we were we were uh, we were sitting out on a dead end road in the, in the trucks, and uh, and we were listening to the dogs treat. So some of the boys decided, hey, we'll go down into the bear tree and you guys walk around. And I said, okay. Well, Rusty had to turn his truck around at that dead end road, and he he, he pulled up and bumped a log, and and it spun out. So he had to get out and turn the hubs in. Well, when he got out to turn the hubs in, that stump he had bumped was full of bees. And, <laughs> and he got out, and, and instead of jumping back in the truck, he went to fighting him with his cowboy hat. <laughs> and I, I hate to tell you all the cuss words he was saying, because every time he got stung, he was, cu- he was cussing. <laughs> and he was swinging that hat and fighting. He finally backed up in the road and was just fighting like and sweating <laughs> and I, I finally i run up and i just grabbed him by the shoulder and i run him another old hunter he wouldn't me, run he just kept, st- he just kept <laughs> fighting the he just kept fighting the bees and, I, and another old uh, bear hunter had showed me when you run from the bees don't run out in the open you run through the bushes because when the bushes flap back they flap the bees away so I grabbed old Rusty by his jacket and was dragging him, and I <laughs> run him through the bushes, and we got rid of the bees. And then, then we drove around, and them other boys had went on through and to the bear tree and, and uh, had got the dogs, and they was all standing in the road waiting on us. It took us so long to get there. And that's just another story of some old hunters I used to hunt with. They're all dead now. Yeah. Rusty, did uh, Charlie pass away to you? Yeah. So Because you were telling me about Charlie. Charlie Coons. Yeah. You can talk to him. <laughs> Tell him about Jason about how how he wanted to die. Oh, he Charlie Charlie was a packer. He'd ride horses all out in the back country by himself and bear hunt and he'd he'd treat a lot of bears. Lots and, too. Yeah. And uh Charlie said when he died, he wanted to get eaten by a bear and come back as a big pile of bear crap <laughs> so the bears could get even with him <laughs> oh man he yeah had, he had two old dogs named dixie and sally he had caught 36 lines with them two dogs right wow. there most wow. of them all right there in devil's gulch wow yeah. really there's that many down there huh well you know that's in that dogs those dogs were probably 10 years old mm. that's i haven't been down there that sounds terrible though the Devil's, stories I've heard. Devil's Gulch. Yeah. There ain't no reason to go down there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Is it real rocky or what? It's just super steep and brushy and, yeah. And, and rocky. Yeah. We, yeah. I'll tell you another little story of speaking of rocks. We we was headed into to the gulch, and, and it was me and Jason and, and my my son-in-law, uh, Bill. And we had another guy with us. Kind of a wimp. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we got down there, and, in, and the dogs... And the dogs was in a rock pile, but the dogs had got in the rock pile and got behind the bear and couldn't get out. And boy, we could, our imagine, my imagination was going crazy because I could hear them in there fighting and the dogs hollering. I said, man, he's killing my dogs. And this guy that was with us, 
was supposed to shoot it. Well, he ain't never got there yet. And I'm, I said, Bill, I, uh, now, Bill, I said, Bill, get in there. I was standing on top of the rocks, and like you said, your imagination, I don't, I don't know what, I, I was probably 14 or 15, and I just was standing looking at all them holes thinking, this bear's going to come out of one of these holes and get me any minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Bill. Now, see, Bill added this, to, told me this, because I can't remember it all, but Bill told me, he said, he said, Ralph, you told me to go in there. And I said, no, I ain't going in there. So I said, Jason, and Jason wouldn't go. So I said, okay, Bill, I'm going to kind of get in there. I'm going to be kind of upside down. But when I get in there, if I go to holler and jerk me out, get my hold of my feet and jerk me out of there. So I leaned down in there, and I went to shooting and, and upside so down in a hole. Upside down in a hole. Yeah, honest upside and truly. And I, and, uh, I got him shot, and we got him. We It was hard getting him out of there. We finally got him pulled out of there, and I got all them dogs out, and Oh, they had a few little holes in them. All they had, they wasn't bad at all. Oh, he so was. Our, Dad our, was panicked about. He, they're you can that's hear probably dogs. the only reason he went down he in there. Huh? Those dogs were screaming. They were yeah. they were squalling, and and he and he was panicked. They were, they're killing my dogs. They're killing my dogs. I got to get in there. They're killing my dogs. Mm-hmm. What's the best dog you ever had? Uh, I've had so many. Uh, Forty-five years of bear hunting. I've had a lot of them. All the good ones get killed usually, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it just because they're more aggressive and just get in there? Well, that's why they're the good ones, because yeah. they, they make a bear take a tree. Uh, my favorite was Rock. His favorite was Rock, and then I had Rock Jr. Where he was just he was my probably my best rig dog and bear dog. But my, my last one was uh, <laughs> Creeper. Creeper was uh, he was only four years old when he died, but uh, he got he get, dogs get pneumonia real bad for some reason when you're hunting them in cold weather, and they uh, hmm. like. They'll run, get real hot, and then they cool down. And I don't know, they get, he died of pneumonia. Yeah. But, uh, there wasn't hardly a bear he didn't put in a tree. And if he didn't put him in a tree, he'd come in and eat up. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he, was, he was probably my best one. Wow. So so for anybody that's listening or just for someone that doesn't know, like what are you how, do you, how do you train a dog to do that? Like do you run them with older dogs and they just figure it out? Or like how do you do that well, if you're training a bear dog? I'll, I'll tell you a little story I told a kid. He said he wanted to be a bear hunter. He says, what does it take to be a bear hunter? I said, first thing you got to do is have a good Christian wife. <clears throat> Anyways, you got to have a good Christian wife because uh, you ain't going to be home much. And uh, I told him, I said, you got to wear out a lot of trucks, make your wife mad all the time, and uh, that... It's pretty much what makes a bear hunter. Because if you're going to make dogs, you got to be in the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. That answers the, that answers the question. Right answer there. There. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. I yeah. told him, boy, that one time. And of course, I, he never did make a bear hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he must have not found a good Christian <laughs> wife. Or <something>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, now, because I, I mean, I've only went a couple times. I don't think I got to go with you. I think I might have went with you one time, maybe, maybe once only been a couple times but and i'll well i don't want to bad feel make anybody feel bad but when you do go with them and you sit there and chase dogs all day that's just, i mean i know that's part of it you you hunt dogs more than you hunt bear and that's mm-hmm. just it, yeah. for nobody who you are huh but well that the day you went no i'm saying no i'm not saying i wasn't with you that i no, did that what i'm saying with yeah because their dogs are running something besides bear yeah because okay. if you're not treeing yeah. If it's not going up a tree, you're, you're gonna not, run. You're, you're not running, running a bear. Yeah. You're running something that don't climb. Gotcha. Okay. You spend a lots of you spend a lot of time uh in your truck on a dead end road waiting for dogs to come back. Uh 
especially back before we had tracking units and all this stuff we have today, we used to hunt with just the dogs. You had to listen to their voice and know where they went and know the country and and just stay up with them in a truck. I mean, that's the thing. You wear out of many a truck just chasing dogs. Mm. And uh, like I say, uh, I've I've waited on frozen ground and slept on frozen ground. And it's not, you got, it's not as fun as you think. There's a lot of waiting. And a lot of times you're sitting there wanting to go home and can't because you got dogs scattered all over the country. Mm. That, so that. It, it's it's you got you got it's got to be in your blood. Yeah, to some be grit, it. yeah. You got mm-hmm. well, it's just got to be in your blood. It's, yeah, you gotta love it. Yeah, that, you gotta. I brought it. a story to mind uh, with you and Charlie Coons, and I was sitting at home on a Monday night, and it was a long time ago. And I remember the football team playing. It was a uh, uh, pay. Oh no, it was uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and uh, the Steelers playing football on a Monday night, and it was in winter time, and. You had dropped off into uh, the River Canyon, Merced River Canyon. And you was gone all day, apparently, and it was snow down there. Well, Charlie called me about 8 o'clock at night, and he said, Your dad's went off in a hole. He ain't come back. It's been a long time. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do, Charlie? I can't go find him. And I said, Charlie, go to the end of that Heights Cove Road and wait. He'll be there. He's going to come out to Heights Cove Road. Go wait on him. Well, Dad had ended up coming. He had drove his quad down there, and Dad seen his taillights going out. And Dad had to walk from the up the canyon, hit that road, all the way out, freezing cold with a pack of dogs. And it's it's about nine ten o'clock at night when he gets out of there, <laughs> and Dad walks up to out of Heights Cove. Out of Heights Cove. That's a walk. But he was further down mm-hmm. and came around there yeah i walked up the river first it's three miles to the road and oh then he walked the road. so he came to that first house there on the left yeah looked like some good people mm-hmm. he went and knocked on the door because he's frozen solid because it's solid snow crawling through that brush and he knocked on the door with a rifle in his hand and a pack of dogs and Asked the man if he could warm himself by his fire, and the guy brought him in, gave him a cup of coffee, and Charlie finally come back. Hot, hot chocolate, <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> Charlie finally showed back up, picked him up. But well, the reason the reason I seen Charlie's tail lights was he got he come down in there on a quad, and there was a tree across the road, so he had to turn around and he had to go all the way back home to get a chainsaw. The time oh, he man. went back home and all that, I walked out, but there was two guys with me that. I left down in the bottom because they couldn't walk. They was, they was really, yeah. We had the bear skin, and I'm out. sure you were way older than than. Oh two. yeah, I was a lot older than both of them. Well, one was 12, and the other one was his dad was probably 25 or 30. That kid. Oh, dad. I got you, so young kid. Yeah, and uh, but the, the young it wasn't the it wasn't the young kid that got tired. It was the dad. Uh-huh. But we had the bear all skin out and down there laying on a rock, and we they went back the next day and got it on a on a quad. Uh, how old are you right now? I'm 68. 68. Okay. So what's that? Um, you were telling me. What were you telling me about last night, Jason? About uh, it was char- about Charlie Kuntz when we were sitting around the fire last night. Uh, coffee cup? No, no, no! Don't do the coffee cup. <laughs> oh, I can't remember I, the details. I of, tell, uh, no, I can't remember the details of that one. Are you talking about when he got out, <laughs> the and smell? went to the restroom, and all that? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, this guys, listen to this. So real men listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie, he got. Charlie got sick with uh, oh, sugar diabetes, and he couldn't hardly uh-huh. see. And he just—he was in his older age, struggling. We was hunting, and uh, we took out. We were, we were fox hunting at this time. We was running fox. Bear season was over. 
Oh, was it, oh, oh, you were there. It was it was at Jackass Meadows. Jackass Meadows. And uh, anyways, Charlie, we're driving down the road there. And it's not, it, it's still dark. It's coming daylight. And Charlie's like, uh, I pull over. I got to go to the restroom. So he gets out of the truck and goes down the hill, does his business, comes back. And then he's, he gets in and I'm like, my goodness, did you wipe? <laughs> and, and he's, and then uh, I'm like, good yeah. goodness. I'm like, goodness, Charlie, you stink. And so then I just tried to forget about it and drove a little further. I said, give me a cup of coffee, man, please. So he pours me a cup of coffee, and I I go to put that, take a drink of it. And, oh, my goodness. He had that all over the cup. Like, oh. I stop and turn the light on in the truck. He drug his coverall, coverall suspenders all through it, had it on the thermos, oh. the coffee cups, the seat. I'm like, Charlie, Steering get wheel. Get out, Charlie! Get out! <laughs> was that your truck or it was my truck? Oh man, oh, that's the. <laughs> He's like, well, I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> when did Charlie pass away? What, did was Rusty after him or? Yeah, Rusty was after him, but I think Charlie. Rusty just died a year, about a year and a half ago. Oh, did he? Charlie yeah. died about five, six years ago. Five, six years ago. Yeah. Mm. Charlie mm. was man. You could go lay down at night underneath the stars, and he would tell jokes all night long and never tell the same one twice he was man he was a lot of fun that he, guy. he had a he had a he had a guy that was uh had some kind of a book about uh he wrote stories in these yeah, hunting magazines he he wrote stories and he wanted to go hunting with charlie so charlie took him and they uh they was up there at the gulch again and they was they was running uh they was running a fox and they'd treat this fox and it walked way down in the gulch and they got there and the fox just as they got the tree, the fox come out, and the way the dogs went, and and they come back up. They walked back all the way, got to their truck, and just laid down and went to sleep. Well, about daylight, Charlie told that old boy, hey, man, wake up. You can sleep in your grave. <laughs> and uh, and he got him up, and they tuck off, and they heard the dogs treat again. They had it treat again, so they headed to them, and they walked and walked and walked. and got in there, and they got there. Instead of having that same fox they had jumped out, that dogs had switched, and they had a bobcat treat. <laughs> So that old boy wrote that whole story in some book. Uh, it's that's been tw oh, yeah. twenty five years ago. I used to have the book. I don't know where it is now. I probably need to find it. But what about that story you were telling us about last night? You're running all night by yourself. I don't know. I can't remember uh, what I told you. Or was that you telling it, Jason? Something you're saying your dad was running, running by himself all night or something like that. Didn't sleep. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, we told some. Are you talking about up here? Were they were hunting up here? We told some they, stories they, last night. There's they so come many through stories. the bear comes through the camp. Well, right here in this camp, we're all sitting in a little camp here now, a little upper Chiquita Creek, way up high, about sixty eight hundred feet. We camp here every year, but and boy, the bears used to be bad about coming in here and robbing them and stuff, and robbing our camps. And I always had mounds here, and uh, we had one bear that was so bad he was a park bear, and they brought him in here and turned him loose. And uh, he was rob us every night. So, well, we was all sitting around here playing dominoes, waiting on him to come into camp. And uh, he come into camp, and there must have been 50 of us, quads. And, and we chased him all over this place. I mean, all over. And Jason, tell him your part about chasing him on your quad. Yeah, he, I uh, run him up, up the road. Well, they're not familiar with it. But anyways, up top, back up here. And the dogs was... <coughs> 
actually I just started cross country because he was in a meadow. So I just went right behind him and the dogs were, had pretty much a horseshoe around him. And, uh, he was just loping and he had just stopped and whirl and scatter him. And I seen him run into some uh, real thick grove of trees and I rolled right up there on him and he come right back out. He went in them trees and come right back out trying to grab a dog. And well, he got close. Uh, fact, I was thought, well, this bear is not even scared of my quad. And he was a big bear. And I think he, they ended up shooting him in this camp. Some deer hunters did. Yeah, come, come bear season. And he eight. went out over the top of that mountain. We never did get him treed. He just wouldn't tree, but my dog stayed on him. And I, I went to the end of the road, and I jumped off and told that kid to just take the quad. And I'd run behind him. And about the next day sometime, here come my son-in-law and his brother looking for me. And they found me coming, walking down the road. Way Man, I was way, way, way away from camp. I must have been, I don't know how far, but they finally come found me. <laughs> but anyways, that one got away. I don't know how you guys always find each other too. You're always like, to me, I'd be like, I don't know where to look. You know what I mean? But you guys know these roads like the back of your hand. You've been driving down them for so long, and you know them too. Like all the name for your for being younger, I feel like you're younger. I mean, you're not that old, Jason. But like forty six. Yeah, but old, I don't know. It doesn't seem like. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys know every name of every road yeah. and every well, this runs and that, and this river goes here. It's like. I don't know how you, that you sit there and look at a map, or you just have so much experience. Just being here that that much, yeah. You know, we're in knowing one area. what connects to what. This area right here, from here to back toward Mariposa, was, uh, you know, pretty much a lifetime here. Yeah, that's all we ever did. I I'll tell you another little story here. My my son, uh, he he kind of he kind of. Uh, Makes me. Uh, I don't have to say. Jason's I, face. I, 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 like, what is he about, what to, say? about to say? I, uh, what it is, he just don't like the forestry rangers trying to boss us. Is what it is. And and me, I just I eat humble pie, you know, and just kind of take what they say and 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 don't worry about it. But Jace don't do that. But anyways, we were up here. It was a bunch of us, and we were bear hunting and deer hunting, and everything was going on. And and uh, well, we drove around the corner, and the dogs blew up, so we turned out on this bear. And they run off in this deep canyon, and they were running in this road we were on just kind of paralleled with them. But they were down in a hole running, and we were just kind of staying with them. And, uh, man, all of a sudden, here comes these two bucks that run across the road in front of my truck. So I just stop and shoot one. It's deer season. I got a tag. So I shoot this buck, and I made some bad shots on him. I, I, I'm using an old bear rifle shooting at deer, you know. And uh, I kind of wounded him. And he was trying to get away, and I shot two or two. Found out stupid gun didn't even shoot straight. But anyways, I finally got the deer killed, and, and uh, we gutted him out and dragged him back to the truck. Now we got to go find the dogs. So we take off, and, and we get way around there, and the dogs, we finally find the dogs again. They're treated. They got the bear. So we pull around there, and we kill a bear. So now we got, boy, we made a good day. We've killed a bear. We <laughs> killed yeah. a, yeah, kill a, a nice day. buck. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're headed back to camp, and here comes a ranger. And this ranger... He's not a game warden, but he wants to see what all. Jace, you finish it out now because you're the one who got all to right. arguing with him. <laughs> all he wanted, he wanted me to pull over. He was in a fire truck, and he said, "Pull over." And I said, "For what?" He goes, "You got a bear in your truck." I get, "Well, so what business is yours?" And uh, I think we're having some technical difficulty. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, um, and he's like, "Well, are you Isaac? Are you qualified to?" be doing this and uh anyways i don't know i just 
I said, ain't you supposed to be checking trees or something? But he just wanted to hassle us, and I just I don't. Does he even have the he was authority a, to he, even do that? Well, he then he called the game wardens in, the uh-huh. game, which we was all legit. Everything was fine. It wasn't a big deal. The thing but, of it is, when he called the game warden in, he's in our camp, and they, we just hung that deer in there. So he was in our camp checking out our deer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he wasn't very far down the road. So Oh, he was already checking your deer yeah, while you yeah. guys were gone. While we were gone getting the okay. bear. So now this ranger's got us pulled over, and Jason's arguing with him, so he calls the game wardens in, and this game warden comes in like there's something wrong. Mm. But he got there, and, of course, he found out that Jason, you know, that it was just wasn't no big deal. Everything's yeah. tagged. Everything was perfect. And we just didn't think a tree a checker, fire guy, a tree yeah. checker should be checking bears. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I just don't he, like want, he wanted to be a ranger. Uh, I, don't, a game yeah, I just don't like being hassled <laughs> over nonsense. I, I mean, how can he even real, technically pull you over like that? Anyways, in all reality, yeah. Anyways, but he's in a fire truck. He was in a fire truck. He was a U.S. But they do it. But they I, do and it. I knew, and I knew the guy. I so knew they the guy do. from. I'd bumped into him a, few, a lot of times up okay, here. Okay, so he and just he'd already had some other difficulties with other people, and I just didn't care for him. What do you guys? You, I feel like you guys have got hassled a lot as bear hunters. Why do you absolutely? Think, why is feel that? The same way. Well, I've been hassled. <laughs> no, but why is that though? I've like, been you, a hassled. You're a bear hunter. Why don't they do that to deer hunters? I'm trying to figure out you why. You know what? Because we're I in the woods constantly. Myself. For reals, though. I I really wanted the same thing. You, I didn't know anybody else thought like that. I really no, I don't. I felt the same way. They don't hassle deer hunters like they do bear hunters, and it's almost like they treat you different, like you're An doing something wrong, legal. wrong, or or the way you're catching these bear is uh you think it's the dogs you think it's doing that yeah, with the like dogs you have an advantage with a dog i don't know but they've completely banned it here anyway yeah california and how done. many times have you had an unsuccessful hunt so how's it unfair you know well, what i mean most of the time or lot, did you guys most pre- time we were successful really? yeah but they don't see the the ones that's no good they just see yeah. the ones very rarely they gotta oh i got bear. you very so, rarely were we unsuccessful well, I mean, do you think there's a lot of bear hunters that are doing stuff wrong to kind of put you guys all into one little box or what? I, I don't know. I couldn't answer that. Mm. I know there's some guys out there who probably don't go by the book. I've always tried to do everything yeah. as right as I could. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. But it doesn't matter anymore. They've banned all that yeah. here. What year was that when they banned bear hunting in California? I'm not sure the date. Well, you can. I'm okay, let sure. me rephrase that. Not you can hunt years. bear in California, well, but you can't uh, use dogs. You can't, you can't use, run with dogs no you more. You can't no. use dogs. Can't run them on. You can't run bear or bobcat anymore. Or, well, you can't even shoot a bobcat anymore in California. No, yeah, they changed that yeah, too. It's, it's a stupid. It's a sorry state. Yeah, it is. They've heard. Everybody's heard that on this podcast. Say that multiple times. <laughs> it's a sorry state. It, it is. is. All right, Jay, tell them the story. Well, I want to tell the one with. Uh, there's so many I can't even remember them all, but Tommy Driscoll is a good one. That's a good, yeah. pretty good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good one. We caught two bear that day. The dog split, and I, uh, I took one boy and went one way, and Jason went another I way. I don't understand. But how Jason's he ended up story, there he was with Jason's me. story was a lot, lot more exciting than mine. Mine was just shooting a bear and dragging him all day, and then Jason's, <laughs> Jason's had a little more excitement to it. So yeah, me and me and Tom got down to the tree, and he wasn't sure. And it, it, Tom's not much of a hunter. I don't. He hasn't been out much hunting, so. We got to the tree, and he had him a little short-barreled lever-action 30-30. And I'm explaining to him what what the bear was in the tree. You know, and I'm asking him if he wants to shoot. But anyway, he's finally decided, yeah, I'll go ahead and shoot. So I get, I, I didn't have a gun at that time because I'd given mine to another guy that was there. So anyway, Tom decides that he goes ahead and starts to shoot. And 
I guess he empties his rifle, and Bear comes out and runs off. Drops down the hill. And I'd, I'd tied the dogs back, and I turned the dogs loose again, and we went all the way down to the bottom, further deeper in the canyon. So I told him, hey, when we get to this tree, you're going to need to be ready to shoot quick because this bear's going to come out. He's going to come out. He's real nervous. So we get there, and, and the bear's looking at us, and I said, shoot him right between the eyes. And he shoots and misses. I go, shoot him again. And he shoots, and the bear goes to ring in his head and uh, starts down. I break and run. I got a gun now. I break and run, and the dogs are not leashed back. They're, they're underneath the tree. And uh, I break and run and get right under the tree, and I throw my gun up, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to shoot this guy's bear. And I'm like, get down here, get down here. So he runs down there, and I go, shoot him, shoot him right in the back. Shoot, just aim in the biggest part of him and start shooting. And he, uh, he's like, I'm out of bullets. I'm like, where's all your bullets? I don't know. So I hand him my gun, mm-hmm. and my gun only held, held five rounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, he pulled three rounds mm-hmm. off. Boom, boom, boom. It was a semi-automatic 44 Magnum mm-hmm. rifle. He pulled three rounds off. Boom, boom, boom. And the bear's coming down. And I grab the gun from him and run up at a barrel length away from the bear and stick it under his arm and pull two shots off. Boom, boom. Bear jumps into a dry creek. And this all happens within five seconds. Mm-hmm. The bear bolts away from me, maybe 20 yards. He's he's headed away. And as I step into the creek, I I pull my gun, look down the sights to fire. The bear turns and starts toward me, and my gun goes click. Mm. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> he's got me. I, I never mm-hmm. had a chance to get scared because right, it yeah. happened so fast. But I was like, he's got me. Mm-hmm. And I... And in one motion, I whirled, I whirled to run. He closed that gap in the blink of an eye and was right at my feet. And I hit, I, I did yell real loud, hollered, ah, real loud. And I hit that manzanita brush like a fullback, run right through it. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard Tommy yelling, he's killing that dog. He's killing that dog. So I ran up, pulled two rounds out, got him in the gun, ran back down there, and he was mauling that dog. And I shot, shot him off that dog. And, uh, Tommy said the dog. Do you want to Tommy said no, go ahead. he he had Tommy had took the the second shot had taken the bear's jaw off. Okay, so you know he. The oh, bear, so then he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't really hurt me. I don't yeah. believe if he'd got me oh, down. Oh, so it was off when he was chasing you. Yeah, he okay. didn't have the bottom. Didn't know that, he didn't have why well, didn't. He, know he that. didn't hurt the dog either. He didn't he hurt didn't. the dog because he could. Fact when I when I shot the when I shot the bear off and the bear rolled off the dog. The dog stood up. He was solid blood and he was looking around with a puzzled look like I'm. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. And, yeah, so I thought at that point later on, I thought, you know, that would have been a pretty good story if that bear would have got me down. I might have sold my pants. I don't know. But, but he couldn't hurt me. on on you. He couldn't hurt me. You. Yeah, he just been, he couldn't hurt me. But anyways. Yeah, can you imagine? And then you finally realize, wait a minute, he don't have nothing. Yeah, and he was probably pretty weak because we had put a few rounds through him. But anyway, yeah. that's another, just anyways. I had a similar story like just like that with, with a fella named Donald Helton. And uh, he got so nervous when the bear hit the ground. I'm just making this a short story because it's almost the same as that one. It, the bear had a broke jaw. Of course, we didn't know it. And, and that's the only when he'd run out of bullets. And then he was, he handed me the gun and I said, I, and uh, uh, 
and it was that it was empty and i said well, donald it's empty give me some bullets well he kept reaching in his pocket and handed me certs i said donald, <laughs> I, donald I need bullets not certs give me some bullets he was so nervous and it, of course we had crawled in the snow and everything and anyways it did it had it had my best dog down at one time she was solid white but when i finally got the bear killed she was solid red but he didn't hurt her because mm. his jaw was broke but anyways uh we got we we started gutting the bear and old donald's hands was so cold he couldn't even get his knife out of his pocket and then he couldn't get he couldn't get it open and i said well donald i'm gonna warm your hands up right here and i reached and i gutted that bear open and i pulled his guts i said stick your hands right in that in there and i'll guarantee you they'll <laughs> warm up and he did he stuck his hands in there it wasn't long i don't know if his hands ever warmed up or not but i don't know if that's why he couldn't find the bullets or what but he got so nervous he kept handing me certs. <laughs> tell, tell our, I don't know if you, because you told a story about last night around the campfire about the guy that you took that basically freaked out, almost shot you. Oh, you shot him in yeah, the back. Yeah, we. A lot of a lot of times up here, we don't even we don't care about killing bears. We're just up here running the dogs mainly. So a deer deer hunter and his son was there, a twelve year old boy. He had a bear tag, and the guy asked if we could shoot the bear, and we're like, Yeah, sure, come on. So we take the, take him down there, and uh, the boy had a scoped rifle, and they, he had trouble. He just couldn't hit the bear, and he finally shot the bear through the arm, the foot there, and the bear fell out on the gr- ground alive. And I don't know why we didn't have the dogs tied back, but the dogs started fighting with the bear. And I was standing back with the dad, the boy's dad, and a couple guys ran up close trying to get a close shot in so didn't hit a dog. And I broke and run to uh get up there and try to finish the bear off and the dad as i broke and run about five ten feet in front of him he pulls off a shot from back behind me and the concussion basically shot right over your shoulder right over my shoulder and did the concussion of the rifle slapped me in the back of the head i just made a i made a left-hand turn <laughs> he's going this way i just made a left-hand way. turn out the other way and yeah. dad broke and run and pointed at him i heard dad yell hold your fire hold your fire and uh, the, after we got done, the guy was he was shaking and and having trouble. And his boy was like, "Dad, are you okay?" He goes, "I yeah, I, I, I just got a little wound up. I got a little wound up." But you <laughs> find you find it. You find you, out about people, huh? Well, when you do that kind of stuff, people who come into a, an, an experience they haven't experienced for. We've had even <clears throat> Marines. Mm-hmm. Well, they said they were, and <laughs> Army guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't shoot very good. They got nervous. I'm telling you, they're snipers and can't hit the broadside of a barn. They were pruning trees. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but I think it's just being in an environment that it's unfamiliar, unfamiliar, and it makes people nervous. And mm-hmm. it's like me, I'm I'm not nervous. My dad's more. Uh, he gets up in their face with a stick. I'm not. I want a gun, but I'm not gonna get it. He's more a brave. Stick. Yeah. He. One what do time, you mean? Well, one time. Uh, he come home and told me the story, and then he had two guys to back it up. But he got a little aggravated at me because I said, "What?" And there was a and there was an old sow over in Sweetwater. You remember that story, Dad? It was you. It was Ronnie Mitchell and Derek Rayburn. Derek Rayburn passed in a car accident, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they all moved to Arkansas. But, anyways, uh, you just have to tell it, and it'll come to me. I've had so many, Jay. I can't remember. So there was that little hundred and fifty pound sow. Couldn't tree her. Couldn't keep her up a tree. She would tree, and she'd come right back out. Well, you broke and run down the hill, and Ronnie Mitchell and Derek Rayburn were with you, and she was in a leaning oak, and she started down that tree, and you picked up that big stick, 
and she run down and snapped her teeth and you reared back and just busted her in the head with that stick. <laughs> and she rang her head and, and jumped off. When you got back, you tell me, and I'm like, dad, and right. And you got a little mad, but Ronnie, Ronnie was said, I seen it, boy. I seen it. He hit him right. And he said, I wish I had got my camera on, but I couldn't get it on. Daniel, and, and Daniel that, Boone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've seen it. I got a video at home with a bear on one side of the tree and dad had the camera and dad's hands on the tree with the camera in his face. And I don't, you know, that's just a little too close for comfort. <laughs> the, bear was looking around. the bear was looking around the tree at me. I had the camera right in the bear's face. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're switching sides back and forth. They're switching sides back and forth on the on the tree there. And he, he gets up in their face. I am I had another one time, a, a old rock dog that I told you about earlier. He's a real good dog. One of my favorite dogs dad ever had. In fact, he sold him and I told him I'm done. I'm never, I'm never hunting again. And uh, fortunately, we we got him back. The guy said he was too much of a bear dog. He would never quit. And the gold man wanted to go home. So we traded mm. him back, got the <laughs> dog back. But uh, we we was after another little sow. And some of them little bears are the hardest to kill that won't take a tree because they can keep moving. Them big bears, they get, they'll stop. Mm. You can catch up and mm. kill them. But those little bears keep moving. You can't. It's hard to get catch to mm. them. So anyways, I'd made a bad shot. That bear got rocked down and uh, was chewing him up. I mean, chewing him up. And I'd, I'd emptied my gun, and I was breathing too hard to make a good shot. And and the, uh, I ran up. I load, reloaded the gun, and it was a clip, and I didn't get the clip in. So when I pulled the action, it didn't see the bullet. Uh -oh. And I ran up in barrel's length again because I didn't want to oh, shoot. No. I didn't want to shoot rock. So I ran up at barrel's length. Click. <laughs> And I drop the, I pull the action again, click. With every click, I'm jumping back because mm -hmm. I'm realizing I ain't got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I wasn't going to pick a stick up and try to hit him or <laughs> yeah, something. <right. laughs> <laughs> but he pulled old Rock's shoulder all out. And anyway, Rock was all right, though. Pulled it out? And he just he peeled him, him or? No, he, he, he actually, the bear stood on him. Oh, really? With front feet, hold, held him down and took his teeth and was biting into him, pull, oh, man. pulling. Mm. Just pulling these, uh, and he tore all the front shoulder meat out of the hide. Had a big old hunk of muscle Jeez. sticking out there. And but, he was all right. Oh yeah, he's fine. They're tough so, dogs, man. Yeah, he I, lived. He lived to hunt again, and and uh, he got right up after that and was still. Yeah, he the was bear. still chasing the bear. He got mm. up. He just had a big dad. Just stuffed it all back in there and stapled it up. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. that's insane. There's a million stories. I don't yeah, know. literally, we could talk for. For you hours. can't even remember them, and you keep talking, and they keep coming. And, yeah. But a lot of a, a lot a lifetime. I've had a, I've had a lifetime of hunting, which my kids can't enjoy now. Mm -hmm. They've taken that all away from us. Mm -hmm. And anyways. I told him. I told a guy one time. I says, "This bear hunting is just like bass fishing." I said, "You know, we can catch and release. You go up to the tree, you look at the bear, you catch the dogs, you yeah. let him go. You know, so you know, a lot of times when you go to a tree, if the bear's too little, get the dogs and let him go. And or if you think it's a female, get the dogs and let it go. And sometimes it's hard to lead them away, but you can do it. And uh, but uh, I I told that one time on a. I think Josh Webster had a little video thing going, and I told the guy that on the video one time about that catch and release deal. Jay, I was wanting you to tell that story uh, about Brother Holligar oh. and uh, uh, and uh, 
you had that one you shot him or something and we thought he was dead and i jumped down in that hole and and uh i, I was uh, shooting a 223 with a soft point and anyways next thing i know the bear was getting up and i was down in there getting ready to gut him and here he yeah. starts getting up and jason was, had to start shooting again with me down in there with it was him a, yeah it was a, <laughs> i had a mini 14 with a a two two three soft point, and I hit him right in the head, and all just just knocked him out, and he fell out of that tree and hit the ground, and completely knocked out. And what well, he came to and got up, and he was a big bear. He started shaking dogs and eating dogs up. Mm. But I went straight home and got me a sixty five grain PowerPoint Plus. Mm-hmm. And that's that worked on him, boy. It drops him. And the rest of that story was we had to get him out of that hole. And Jason is quite a quad rider. I I I could ride a horse, but I never was a quad rider and all that stuff. But and then we got that barrel in the front of it, and Jason was getting it out of there. And uh, we had the old Charlie Coons with us again, and there was a real steep spot that just went up and dropped over. Well, when Jason would get there, that front end would rear up, even with that barrel on it. And Charlie would reach and grab the quad and try to pull it down. And then Jason would have to let off the gas because Charlie's in the way. Finally, about the third time, Jason said, Charlie, just step back. I can get over this. And he just reared it up and rode it over about on one wheel. And by the time we got on top, it flopped back over and away we went. And, uh, you know, a lot of good stories with your kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've tucked all my grandkids, most of my grand, well, I've tucked a lot of kids bear hunting in our church. Mm-hmm. And now I don't get to take my own grandkids because mm-hmm. it's all over with. Mm-hmm. And that, <clears throat> I never thought about that, how you said with the catch and release thing, as far as it's what's the difference. I mean, if you think yep. about you're ripping a lip on a bass all the time and you're just throwing it back in the water, yep. sometimes down their throat and, you know, they're dying out there in the water, but they've taken something away and it's just and the, it's the stupid. And <clears throat> for you guys that are listening to, when you talk, hear them talking about being tired of breathing hard, it's... If you're listening in the Midwest and you're in Kansas or you're listening in Maine or whatever state or country you're in, people listen to this out of the country, believe it or not, it is major elevation changes, mountains, rocks, and these guys are scaling stuff that people wouldn't dare even go down. You're not walking down some nice trail. It's not flat like the Midwest. This bear brush that they say bear brush, it Manzanita, it's horrible. You you basically can't really get through it. And so they are working hard to do this. So you're out in, the, out in the forest where you should be, like you said, being being men out there trying to raise your guy, you know, your your boys to be tough and stuff like that. And like you said, taking that away is, I mean, I don't mean to get back to that and get no, that's, you guys that's frustrated. Well, the, but the sad no, part, the sad part of it is, is I've hunted Oregon, I've hunted Washington, and they've got bears. And uh, well, the, the Oregon bears are just—they're runners. I mean, like I told that one old boy, I said these dog, these bear around here are born with tennis shoes on. <laughs> you run them all day long, and I mean, that one bear we seen—he we, crossed the road five times, and just running. And uh, but that, what I'm trying to say is, is I've hunted Oregon, I've hunted Washington, I've hunted Arizona, I've hunted Idaho, I've hunted uh, Montana, I've, I've hunted about all of it. But the best bear hunting there is is California. Mm. More a lot bear. more bears in California than any other state. Mm. Yep. yep. But like you were talking about catch and release, mm-hmm. you can walk up to a bear tree, look up there, and you can tell by a bear's head that it's a sow mm-hmm. and let her go. Yeah. You know, or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Make a plan. Yeah. So then you got guys now that are walking out through the forest with their rifle. They don't have time to make a decision. They just mm-hmm. throw up and fire. And the next thing you yeah. know, you got a sow down with a 
pair of cubs, pair of cubs or something. Yeah, yeah. it's just it, it, so I. If, if, I don't understand. If people people. want to argue about how it's not right, you, that's not an argument, really. It doesn't matter. The, the same people that want to take away the dogs, they want to take away hunting completely. Oh, yeah. They yeah. want to take the guns everything, away. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. total different people that's never been around this and grew up in it. Well, some of the things that I see, that some of the hunting that goes on, that you just think in my mind, why? when will it be that they're going to take that away? Because you don't see the differences. It's just something they can start with. I, I don't know if it's because they think there's not as many bear hunters you know so they feel like they can win that that yeah, battle there's not as many as us because you guys went <clears throat> didn't you go down to the capital and you guys were yeah. yeah trying to yeah, I, fought, I fought it two or three times i went the first time they tried to take it we beat it and uh uh well there's a deal on the news they said what well, looks like the bear hunters have stuck over the capital <laughs> yeah we was there a lot of guys there oh, oh i bet there was 500 and you knew when you see us yeah, yeah. we're all outdoor people yeah you know mm-hmm. them. yeah we we there was standing room only inside the inside the deal, and uh, uh, they voted it down that time. Mm-hmm. I was there, and they had some great man. They had some great speakers uh, there who spoke on our behalf, and uh, but they eventually got us got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I hope to someday move out of here. I don't yeah. know if I ever will, but I think a lot. I know we all talk about it, but we'll see see how that turns out. But anyways, I guess I'll let you guys go. I, Everyone's breakfast is probably getting cold up here camping. So, anyways, thanks for coming on and talking. Thanks yeah. for sharing the stories. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. I, I, it I was kind of. I thought I was. No, it's so. I told you. I, I was uh, <laughs> really spooked talking about it. But once you get to rambling, because it's like sitting around the campfire, that you is. know, boys. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting around the campfire, you tell many a story. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it all. I'm mm-hmm. glad you did it. I'll treasure this for sure for a long time. I like I was telling you guys. Mm-hmm sitting down with brother hilton and hearing his stories like you said he's because there you guys are saying oh he's a talker i'm like well, what are you guys man yeah, you can if we could if you ever come up here to camp with these guys you'll sit there for five hours hearing nothing but stories there's a difference between talking in a formal setting it is and a campfire it is but i mean we're still like i said we're out here sitting if people are watching on the youtube channel if they you, do <laughs> you're gonna see people walking around cooking food just it's, it's the same thing just you're holding a black little mic right by your mouth but Anyways, thanks for guys for coming right. on and talking. Appreciate it. We're excited to